Listen, I'm a creature of habit. Life is hard. Life is hard. I'm thinking about going back to the therapist mm. and be like, hey, why can't I cook myself dinner? <laughs> no, you don't even need to go back to therapy. Just text your therapist and be like, hey, quick question. Quick question. <laughs> why we don't can't need I to cook myself dinner? Um, why? <laughs> I used to be able to cook myself dinner multiple mm-hmm. times a week. Mm. Why am I not able to do that now? <laughs> Any thoughts? Any suggestions? Do we have thoughts? Do we have suggestions? Do yeah. we have medical <clears throat> opinions? Is <laughs> there a medicine I can take that will help me do my dinner? Make yeah. my dinner. Is there yeah. a medicine I can take that will help me be less anxious? Mm. Yes, absolutely. I'm taking some of them. Drugs. Do I need more? <laughs> Possibly. Should I stop smoking so much weed? that's it probably wouldn't hurt (laughs) it probably wouldn't hurt but weed is so fun here's the thing when I'm really anxious and we've talked about this before Mm, yes when I'm at my peak levels of anxiety where I'm like I'm really stressed about work but can't get high I hit the vape all day it doesn't fucking matter I'll hit the strongest (laughs) joints and I'm just like high for like a second and then I'm like nope clear-eyed <laughs> I'm so happy I don't have that problem uh because weed fixes my anxiety it basically is just like I still have I, I've talked about this with I don't know if I've talked about it with you but I've talked about it with other people where I'm like I'll have the thoughts and then I can see myself looking at them and being like eh. and then we just keep going like I don't feel anxious about the thoughts that I'm having I just kind of That's stare at them and walk away it's great I'm sorry I want that edibles baby that's what I need I something strong I need to start taking more edibles yeah that's what it sounds like maybe after this recording I'll take <laughs> a lot of edibles hell yeah <laughs> anyway I'm Shelby I'm Sam it's the rom complex one two one two three four like a movie that people are always like why haven't you done this movie yet it is we constantly have gotten that question and our answer is always i don't know know. we just didn't do it yet (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking movies dude we can't do all of them (laughs) so many movies (laughs) we're trying to do as many of them as we can but we only do one a week yeah more than 52 movies come out every year and we take some weeks off we do we do but we're talking about the notebook today uh Classic. Is there anyone out there who doesn't know what happens in the notebook? I don't know. I had a con. I asked you this in text earlier, and I said, "Haven't you not seen the notebook?" And you said, "No, I've seen it." And I was like, "Who did I have a conversation <laughs> with?" I know that I had a conversation with somebody recently who has okay. not seen the notebook. There is someone out there. There's at, at least, least one, one person. person. Yeah, right. There's okay. at least one. 
who has not seen the notebook hopefully they're listening but i don't i don't uh, know i, don't I know mean if you're like i know what we're talking about yeah <laughs> i saw this movie once like a long time ago and i was like mm-hmm. whatever and i watched it again for this podcast right. and i really liked it actually Yay. until the end i don't the end i got complaints like come, why would you do that it's just it kind of it's just dumb but most of the story i think is really good I really love this story. Yeah. I really love this movie in general. Again, we're hitting another Ryan Gosling classic. We doubled up on Ryan. We did. And I the love, whole time we were listening to that album he made with that children's choir. Didn't he make a Halloween album or something? Did he make a Halloween I don't Dude, know this. Do I, I need to Google this right now? <laughs> I know he is should. a musician and has made yes. an album. He, he's a talented guitar player. Which is why I think it was funny, like we talked about last week, uh, for La La Land, he learned to play the piano for that movie, and John Legend, who is notorious on the piano, had to learn to play the guitar for that movie. (laughs) They switched instruments. So there is an album by a band. It's called Dead Man's Bones, and it's an album (laughs) that (laughs) Ryan Garsling formed with his friend. In Los wow. Angeles, and they recorded and uh, did a collaboration with the Silver Lake Conservatory of Music Children's Choir. That's actually really cool. <laughs> now I want to listen to. I'll listen to it. After it's this definitely like episode. spooky Halloween music. I thought it was. I wouldn't listen to it again, but it was fine. It was like moody, spooky stuff. It's a good like one-time listen. If you're into that kind of music, sure. Maybe I, I don't or know. Or if maybe you're just into Ryan Gosling, you know, you just want to. Yeah consume everything that he puts out there you know fair are you a ryan gosling super fan i could be if so please listen to our right podcast. In. <laughs> yeah right in listen to our podcast this is the second ryan gosling we've done in that's a row true. that's true so the notebook the notebook 2004 is the notebook i i looked up the date because i was like this feels like a movie that came out in 2004 because 2004 was just a great year for movies got this movie you got a cinderella story that's all you need those just those two movies yes 2004 it came out I was in high school I didn't see it until like a couple years after that well no maybe I saw it around that time I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters definitely not in theaters but I think my friends showed it to me I'm like if you're a bird I'm a bird if you're a bird I'm a bird Uh, so cute (laughs) Rachel McAdams could do anything and I'd be like she's so cute look at her she's adorable I actually really related to her character in this movie I feel like I behave a lot like her because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's very bubbly mm-hmm. and like, you know, when she sees her, I, I literally jumped out of my seat to like go jump on my boyfriend to greet him because he was here. <laughs> and like, that's what she does every time she runs into, you mm-hmm. know, Ryan Gosling. She's leaping onto him, into mm-hmm. his arms and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's very sweet. This it movie, is. This movie just is the epitome of young summer love mm-hmm. and obviously we all know that it's in their particular case it's a love that stands the test of time and memory and all those things but the first like half of this movie I just this time through because I haven't seen this movie in a while but this time through I was watching it I was like oh do you remember when you just had no real responsibilities and you had a crush or a, a boy, like a summer fling and you were just like, 
that's all everything just revolved around that you would go and meet him up at different places and do all these like silly things and there were no consequences or bad things happening you were just like young and in love oh to be young this movie speaks a lot about youth and Mm -hmm. growing and wisdom because we have this whole framing device of this Mm -hmm. old woman who obviously has dementia she cannot remember her life right um she doesn't know who people are or whatever Mm -hmm. but there's this man duke who comes to read to her from this little book uh, this story about these young people named noah and Allie. Mm -hmm. Allie's a rich girl noah is a a working, working class. man. <laughs> He's a working, working class man. boy. He's from the other side of the tracks. He works yep. at the young lumber yard, but he sees Allie at the fair one night and mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, he's I'm like, done. Ooh, I need, I need that. And he even starts out, I mean, we know the old man reading the story is Noah. Right. That's like, I don't know where you really find that. It's revealed slowly over the movie. You put it together. It is. I didn't so know that when I oh, first watched this movie. I, I don't think I knew it when I first watched it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's done in a very. You can't forget it once you, you can Yeah. Once you in. know, you, you'll you never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I like almost envy the one person who hasn't seen this movie because I'm like, wow. You get to experience the heartbreak for the first, like, that was like, I remember that being a fucking gut punch. And I did cry again while watching this movie. I, listen, I get me every time. I almost get me every time. Um, Because the acting, superb. Anyway, uh, yes. So Duke is, in fact, Noah in disguise. Um, (laughs) But no, so so Noah, young Ryan Gosling, he looks like a baby. Dude. They're also even James Marsden. I was like, yeah. is he sixteen? Like, who is this <laughs> child? Uh, he's so who is cute. This They're child? so little. Yeah. Why aren't you in a suit or a white collar, whichever one you were in? Was he in one of those? He was not. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Oh, Matt Bomer. That's Matt Bomer. They're the yeah. same person to me. Yeah. That's fair, right? They James actually, Martin and Matt You know Bomer. what? That is, that is very fair. fair. I fair. had, uh, <laughs> last week when we talked about La La Land, I um, didn't realize that her boyfriend in the very beginning is Finn Whitrock, who was also in like the American Horror Story universe. And when I told my friend that, she was like, yeah, of course that's Finn. I was like, all the American Horror Story boys, they all look the same to me. They all look yeah. the same. So I was very confused. And she was like, okay, that's fair. They do all look the same. I only really imagine one American Horror Story boy. Yeah. It's just that that one guy. Evan Peters. Yeah. Evan, Evan Peters is the only one that doesn't look like all the other American He's the only one boys. I know. Yeah. All the rest are just a blank, you know, the rest wall of them, to me. You don't need to. You I remember. To but to be fair, the only season I really watched was Coven. And mm. like. There's just, like, one boy in that. Yeah, that's really. true. <laughs> To be fair, you're correct. To um, be fair, I'm correct. Yeah. But to be fair... But? Ryan Gosling was very cute when he was young. I mean, he he's was. still cute. He's but still I cute. look at him and I'm like, no wonder. Because you see him in this movie and he goes through so many... First of all, he is so good at playing this character mm-hmm. who only wants one thing. And we talked about this last week. In his, his character in La La Land, he cared more about jazz than anything else. Mm-hmm. His character here in The Notebook, he only cares about Allie. Everything mm-hmm. he does 
is for Allie. And it seems like he always knew he was just, he grew up, you know, as a teen. He's like, what, 17 or something? He yeah. goes worse at the lumberyard. He knows when he sees her, he's like, this is going to be the best thing in my life. Yeah. I don't have any other prospects. And that's the whole uh, point of contention with them, right? Is that she is going to college. She's yeah. smart. She's wealthy. She's beautiful. She's Stone got a great. Places. Yeah. She's got great charisma. She's got all this stuff. She's going to go live an incredible life because um, she has the means to. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you're it for me, you yeah. know? Um and he's so and, and I when I was younger talking about this movie, I'd be like, that's kind of a fucked up way to look at relationships. Now when I look at this movie, I'm like, that's just the characters. Some people mm-hmm. decide to live their life that way. It doesn't mean it's a lesson for anyone else to live their lives this way or that you should treat people this way because he starts out being very creepy the first night yes. they meet. Um, yes. I was going to say, it's one of those moments when he first, um, you know, tries to get with Allie. It very much is uh, in modern times, in today times, where, like, men think they're being romantic and cute because they saw it in a movie once. This is that movie. Like, this is the movie that all creepy men have seen. And they're like, he hangs from a fucking... uh, What's Ferris it called? Wheel. Ferris wheel and doesn't let up until she set, agrees to go out with him. Yeah, that's yeah. what women. He literally want. threatens to kill himself. Yeah. That scene was like triggering to me. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good look. Um, and here's the thing: he apologizes about it the next day. He's like, "I know that was crazy. I just needed to be near you." Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like he he said, so we can assume that he. Has he's learned, learned his from his yes. He's learned from his mistake. He made a mistake. He was 17 years old. Okay, mm-hmm. we get it. Why would why anyone watching this movie would be like I'm gonna do that thing that he did and then apologized for because no one yeah. liked it? <laughs> That's yeah, pretty stupid. Yeah, well because like- the whoever's <laughs> using this movie as an example is only first of all only watching this movie because a girl told him to watch it. Right, he didn't watch <laughs> it because he wants to. He didn't want to see this beautiful love story between Noah and Allie. He was like, oh, this is my way to get chicks. Um, and then he only watched that part, and you know didn't even register that he apologizes yeah and then he's I mean, just like, and yeah just be creepy and the girls will go out with you done easy it's before that like he like just goes up to her and he's like you want to dance with me <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was a good uh thank you that was a good one you're he right <laughs> he does do it in a very creepy way and what you learn is like oh he's a guy who doesn't approach people like that so the mm-hmm. fact that he came up to her is actually very special yeah but she is convinced he's a player like you can see her coming into it even when he comes back and apologizes her reaction is like he's not serious about this he's messing with me so she doesn't have a problem with the lengths he went to she has a problem mm-hmm. with the fact that she doesn't think it's sincere and he's like yeah. oh I am very sincere <laughs> the only thing I am is sincere the, um, literally there's nothing else to me I just my only character this. trait yeah and some yeah. would say this is an unrealistic character now hear me out I do think I it's don't... unrealistic to expect what Noah does from anybody in a relationship Sure. But I do think it's very clear that the character of Noah decided to be this. Like, he is this way. He's like, I'm different from other people. Mm -hmm. I accomplished one thing. 
that most people do not do, which is love someone entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. Listen, I'm all about freedom. I'm an American. Uh, <laughs> so were they. Um. <laughs> so were they. It was the 40s. Things were not as free. There was not a black person in this movie. There were, there were like, no, there were lots of black people. They just were not characters. <laughs> right. There were no black characters in the movie. There were people at his dad's funeral. That's where I noticed seeing yes. black people where they're yes. like, oh, I guess his dad was a friend of the minorities. <laughs> Um, Do you know what? You you brought it up, so I feel the need to to say it. This was the first time I watched this movie and felt the racism. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. previous times that I've watched this movie, I've only been hyper-focused on Noah and Allie, so everything else kind of just faded to black for me. But this was the first time that I was like, oh, all of their servants are black. Okay. 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 That's cool. Oh, Lon Hammond is a cotton heir, an heir to a cotton oh fortune. Oh my god! In North Carolina. Good point. I was like, oh no. I was not thinking about all that this time, but you're right. This is. Yeah. It's got, dude. The undertones. Dude, the undertones are a hundred percent there. Um, and even even in the more modern storyline with the old people the fact that all of the people who worked at the facility were black oh my god listen i right. i saw it all this time this was the, like like my eyes were open i was awakened when i watched this movie um because yeah everybody that worked there were was all black so, like you know what and all the think? patients were oh white god. I wonder if that was a, I wonder what it was. Listen, what year was this? 2004. Here's yeah. what I'm guessing it was. They were like, well, these are the people who would do these jobs. And it was racist. Yes. They're like, we have to be historically accurate. The other, you know, potential thing was like, well, we want, we don't want to have no black people in the movie. So they put them all, they're like, where, what roles can we go ahead and put some black people in? Yeah. Servants, and so obviously. they did it in all the servants. Which one yeah. would be worse? They're both bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a good look. It's not a good um, look. It's not a good look. But like I said, this was the first time I really noticed it, um, mm-hmm. which I just thought was super. In- and the fact that, like, literally, it's the line where he's, she's, like, talking about her fiancé. She's like, his name is Lon Hammond. And he goes, Hammond. As in- like Hammond Cotton. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah. Or nor. Or nor. <laughs> definitely had so, slaves. I mean, they both, both of their families definitely had slaves. And every time they said like old South, Southern money or like old. Yeah. Mo- I was like, so slaves. Yes. Okay. So yeah. her family. Yeah, for sure. Um, Dude, her dad was like dark fucking um, Colonel Sanders. He like, was. He, <laughs> he had the little mustache. I was like, that man has definitely called a black person boy. Like he's a hundred percent. Dude. Done some shit to black Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who hadn't done that. That's true. In the forties. You're right. In Noah the South, definitely didn't. Noah's outside pretty- of Charleston. Noah and his dad were I don't know. I feel like Noah and his dad may have been a friend. That's but what I'm then saying. again, yeah. I think they, they were they were part of a a community that took care of each other. Yes. You know? I agree. Though to be fair, these days like poor white people are often very yeah. racist. <laughs> yes. These um, days, yes. So who yes. knows? 
but that was before <laughs> this in the before times that we were like hey we're times. all in the same situation right. we gotta hunker before down together what? i don't know hmm. um capitalism i don't know. I mean it was it's been around sam the um, republican party switched it all up <laughs> i don't know anyway so um, they go out because they go out. he convinces her and she was she realized okay oh maybe he's not a player they go out they have a beautiful little date he makes her like she she actually gets tricked into it by her friend yeah, by her friends because his friend is dating one of her friends so mm-hmm. the little guy from entourage was his name <laughs> <laughs> the little guy you know you know i don't about. know the guys from entourage he's the little Sam? one he's the little turtle? guy from entourage i don't know you know, you know. it's not turtle then the only it's one not from, there's <laughs> not e, turtle there's turtle it's kevin connelly and kevin connelly played eric in entourage. A- oh e e <laughs> I was going off off the IMDb. I didn't watch Entourage. I didn't know. Was it Eric? Me. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I didn't want. No, look, look, listen. No one here watched Entourage. Okay. I didn't, but I know that guy is from <laughs> Entourage, which is why I brought it up. Um, yes, Entourage boy and his little girlfriend trick um, Allie into going to the movies with Noah. Um, with Noah. And they do the rudest thing a friend can do, and that is sit between these two people and make out furiously <laughs> during the movie. That is rude. At least it's let them so sit rude. next to each other. Right. Well, she didn't. She probably didn't want to. She probably didn't want yeah. to, but they still could have sat somewhere else. <laughs> like, you don't have true. to sit in the middle. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he eventually goes and sits next to her anyway, so who cares? Yeah. And then they end up walking home together. They talk all night. They lie down in the middle of the street. Oh. Like, let's miss time. Chasing cars. It's just like that music video where they <laughs> if I lay here. Yeah, Would you, you remember? <laughs> yeah, I know the song. That's a, they're lying in the. I anyway. also grew up in the 2000s, Shelby. <laughs> okay, did, I know the song. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, I I'm not gonna lie. This movie influenced me. I so wanted to do that. I so wanted to just like lay down in a road and look up at. The, I wanted to know what the fuss was about. I, let me tell you, I did that shit, <gasps> Sam. Wow. I used to go walk around my neighborhood at night with, like, some, sometimes with my friends, sometimes alone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're just like, well, we'd always walk in the middle of the street. Something about the suburbs, you don't want to walk in the, on the sidewalk at night. Yeah. <laughs> you want to walk in the middle of the street. Lamos do. So that way you can see people approaching. Like, no one That's can true. jump out from behind. That's what I was thinking because anxiety. But, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to walk past, like, too close to the cars parked on the side of the road because mm-hmm. someone might be hiding under them waiting to slash my ankles like that was wow. like, I was like might as well just be safe and walk in the middle of the road I mean um, that's smart I didn't have those thoughts but now I'm now I have those thoughts so I'm just gonna <laughs> never walk on a sidewalk ever again probably but we would lie down on the road sometime and it's like and that's why he's when they're doing that he's like she's like what if a car comes he's like you just gotta trust and the thing is when a car comes you hear it and you get up and you get yeah. out of the way cars back then were so loud right you even, hear it for like 10 yeah. miles away <laughs> even back then when i was doing there weren't like fucking priuses around in 2004 when i was lying in the road Oh my god, that, you're so right. We can't lie in roads anymore because you've got fucking Teslas and Priuses. Yeah. They're so quiet. They're so quiet. You make We'd it never know. We never know how the world has changed. This is incredible. can't even lay in a road anymore. We can't even lie in a road anymore. <laughs> so obviously they fall in love uh, instantly. Obviously. Instantly. And it's again, it's that furiously like passionate 
love affair where they're fighting and making out and doing everything together, like inseparable. Um, and it's so sweet. It's so cute. And you're like, oh. It is like, I'm like, oh my God, they're so cute. And then they're like slapping each other. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. that cute. But that's it's mostly like she slaps him and he'll like grab her. But then they yeah. start kissing. So like what we see is like, they're very, they're very physical people. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're actually like punching each other or anything. Right. You know? Right. They don't, there doesn't seem like one of them is the abuser taking control or anything like that. Yeah. Um, whereas you could see if you took it, you know, out of context and been like, oh, he forced her to go out with him by, <laughs> you know, threatening to commit suicide. It's like, okay, maybe he's yeah. an abuser. But in this movie, maybe. that's not the story that it's, that it's telling no. us. Um, not at all. Not at so, all. So um, they're falling in love. Her parent, uh, his dad, amazing. I love his dad. His dad's so they cute. They read poetry together. Oh, my God, they're adorable. Walt um, Whitman. <laughs> and her parents suck because they're yeah. rich. And they see her spending all this time with this boy. And they're like, well, we're going to have to. I mean, obviously, she's going to have to not do this. Right. Because she's got a whole life to lead. Right. Um, so they actually have him over for dinner, and, like, his little friend is there, too. But they're so mean to him. They're yeah. like, how much do you make? And, like, asking yeah. all this stuff. Very personal shit. Like, babe. Yeah. It's none of your business. Rude. How about that? Well, because they're rich people, so they literally, they treat him like garbage. Yeah. The way that they're talking to him, they value his life so little, despite the fact that, that he works a job that they couldn't in their life do. No. And, and well, because they're like, well, we don't have to do that because we're mm-hmm. rich, you know? And it's like, yeah. You need him. Why are you treating him like this? Because people they, wouldn't be rich if they didn't better. have people to do work for them. It's true. And that's why capitalism sucks. Uh, yeah. Because, and also, yeah. this was a thought that I had while watching it as well. Um, later on, so like, you know, we have this dinner where it's, a hundred percent meant to embarrass him in front of Allie yeah. so that her parents have like a, <clears throat> a stronger leg to stand on mm-hmm. when they're arguing with her about why she needs to end the relationship. Right. Right. But this is what I don't understand. They're already rich. Yes. So why yes. let her marry the poor boy? Oh He's my done God. nothing wrong. I have so he much loves to her. Say. He worships her. He would treat her so fucking well. And you guys have enough money to supply them for the rest of their goddamn life. So just leave it alone. Exactly. Makes me they so could have chosen to believe in their daughter. Yeah. They could have cho- They could have done that at any time. Mm-hmm. They could have done that. Yeah. But they did not. And that's the problem with like rich snobs specifically. But I think on some level a lot of like wealthy people in general think this way too it's not nothing will ever be enough right there isn't enough money there isn't enough status everything that you do it you do in an effort to get more and not everyone think I don't think like that I've had conversations with multiple people about like my job right I hate my job like I hate the people that I work for Mm -hmm. and they were like, oh, well, what if they offered you a raise and gave you this, like, a different title? And I was like, that would be more money to do something I'm already not happy doing. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't care if my salary is increased. If I am making enough to sustain my life right now, right. we're good. If that ever changes, you know, 
cost of living and shit goes up, then okay, that can be a different conversation. But I'm not the kind of person, I think rich, like wealth is such a fucking waste. It's mm-hmm. so wasted. It's like, oh, so you're hoarding money. Does that make you feel nice? That like there's so many people living without basic human necessities and you're here like, mm-hmm, I'm just going to count all my pennies and keep them all in this like giant case. Yeah. And it's Do like, get the fuck over yourself. How much money people spend on single night events <laughs> yeah. and that money could go toward like, so many charitable things mm-hmm. like I, fundraisers like when people have fundraisers yeah. and they spend more on the fundraiser than they do actually giving to the charity that they're fundraising for to listen it's all fucked it's literally all fucked but i have never understood the mentality yeah. of like seeing what you have monetarily and being like it's not enough. I got to, my, my daughter can't be happy. She has to marry someone wealthier and with more connections and with more status to elevate us. It's like, bitch, you're going to die soon. What the right. fuck does it matter? Why? Why does old. she, right. Why does she need to elevate your status? Right. It's your status is at the top. Ridiculous. <laughs> but just like your whatever. daughter, your daughter's happy. Let her be happy. Like, cause it's very clear as well that like Noah is a good person. I could understand mm-hmm. on a different, in a different story this like wealthy girls with someone who's like using her for her money right, who treats right, right, right. her awfully and all that stuff but it is so clear to anyone who sees the two of them that he worships her right i don't even think that think the thing is that he's a good person i think the thing is he worships her and yeah. would do literally anything, anything for her for her he would fight for her like literally your little rich people don't have enough fucking power yeah in no no one no let's that's what i'm saying it's ridiculous to expect what he does for her mm-hmm. from anyone yeah but like if you find that and it's dude, directed at you it's, it. it's like he fucking imprinted on her dude like a fucking <laughs> twilight werewolf imprint because Jacob, i always think uh, about that like he is so where you been loca right <laughs> he wants to do everything for her so much that like how would she resist falling in love with him too you know right um and he's this uh, this incredibly single-minded person again he is very attractive and like their life together that they could have their summer together beautiful he Mm -hmm. shows her this house one night that he's Mm -hmm. like i'm this is the old plantation i'm gonna buy this i was just gonna say it's a plantation i'm just gonna say that Again, Absolutely. they were everywhere. It was like littered <laughs> throughout the entire movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. how did I never see it? <laughs> so every, so he takes her there and he's like, I'm going to change the floors and the walls. And she's like, well, don't I get a say in this? And he, the way, oh my God. He's like, you want to say in that? And like, yeah. cause you can, he's telling her this is my future. And she's like, well, what about what I think? Because yeah. I'm going to be involved in your future. And he's mm-hmm. like, you want to be involved in my future? And I was just like, Meh. And she's like, Such I want it to be baby. white with blue shutters mm-hmm. and I have a wraparound porch and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And a room and where I can they, paint. Yeah. Right. And then they try to have sex. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she is acting much like me in that she's <laughs> like, she's like, listen, I'm trying to focus on this right now, but I just have all these thoughts going through my head. I cannot, like, what are you thinking? Is that, like, what is going on here? Could you tell, you're really, you're not thinking anything? And she's like, you know, kind of, she's like, you're going to have to talk me through this a little bit. Um, But it's just, 
you know, they sit up and he's like, you know, I'm, you know, he's obviously, he doesn't have thoughts in his head. Right. He's just thinking I love her. Yeah. And she's, she asked me to make love to her. I'm going to fucking make love to her. Fucking you know? listen to her. She's the love of my life. Uh, right? Um, yeah. He, but his little friend it's so funny. <laughs> it is so funny to hear you say like, that's me. Uh, because that's just so funny. And I love that she's like, okay, I'm just going to shut up now. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm talking too much. I know. I'm just going to shut up now. And it literally two beats later, she's like, okay, but really you're not going to yeah. say anything. <laughs> It's I so have a lot of trauma. Funny. So, <laughs> so it's really so during sex, it's like I get really caught up in my own head, and mm-hmm. she, this is something she's nervous about. She's never done it before, right? Right. So, yeah, she's like very caught up in her own head. She's got a lot of anxiety. She has a lot, a lot of thoughts bouncing around in there, right? Um, just like me, I'm always thinking, always ten different things. I'm always on the move. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about Ryan Gosling. I'm not thinking about Ryan Gosling usually. But right now I am, because we're talking about one of those movies. I love the idea that you just randomly think about Ryan Gosling, though. Like, I like that image of you. Where you're just like, you're just like, you know, cutting an apple and you're just like, oh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, that Sam, actually please, just... please refer to the beginning of the episode where I talked about not being able to feed myself. Oh, you're right. So now what you should be thinking of is all those videos that were on like Vine or whatever of Ryan Gosling avoiding, like won't eat his cereal or whatever. Oh my God. Those are so funny. Those are hysterical. Um, So that's you actually. So you're the Ryan Gosling in this scenario. For those who don't know. For those who aren't on the internet. People would uh, have like a Ryan Gosling movie paying on the screen and they'd hold up like a spoonful of food. Cheerios. To his to his mouth on the screen during a part of the the scene where he's like turning away to yeah. like not so it's like Ryan Gosling won't eat his food um, yeah it's hysterical look it up find it on Google we gotta let the younger people know in case they weren't you're right I want to say that. that it was on Vine but it very well could have just been like a series of YouTube videos I don't, I don't know. know I don't know. I don't know something the, like that. May, I, and the for those who don't together. know, Vine was like TikTok <laughs> before TikTok existed. It, it was. I would yeah. say that's that's accurate. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what happens next? So Her they ha- parents. They so don't like, have sex. It's two in no. the morning. The parents call the police because it's two in the morning and their daughter isn't home. Which I think that's yeah. probably the only good decision they made in the whole. The whole Honestly, movie. fair. I was and like, they're yeah. like, listen. You, they're, they're, you know, she gets a talking to, he gets a talking to, mm-hmm. she's talking, they're talking about, like, how she's going away to college, all this mm-hmm. stuff, like, what does he have to offer her, you right. know? Um, yeah, they're like, you need so, to break up with him right now. Right. So he starts, he's going to leave, and mm-hmm. she chases after him. She's like, where are you going? He's like, Let's he hears out. what they're saying, and what he hears is, it is bad for her life Mm -hmm. for her to be with him and he hears that and he loves her so much that he's like I can't I can't do something that's bad for her life Mm -hmm. he takes it to heart and he's like if this is bad for her life then I'm not going to be a part of it and he's like we should break up Mm -hmm. um and she's all like no like we'll make this work we'll figure it out which fair you know, like I said, if her parents could, 
if her parents had just like you know believed in them maybe they would have stayed together and would have fizzled out because it was too much work that's true going back and forth right yeah or maybe they would have stayed together and it would have been happy yeah but they didn't get to find that out because her parents basically were like no yeah. We're leaving tomorrow. So he leaves being like, we're breaking up. And she's like, we can't be breaking up. No. Right. Uh, but the next day, her mom's like, we're leaving. We're leaving. Uh, and she goes and tries to find Noah, can't find him. And keep in mind, this is all being told to us. Um, this is all still being read out of the book that Duke right. is reading to who we find out is Allie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like at some point, a visit from, like, fa- a family, Duke's mm-hmm. family, which we know right. that's Allie's family, too. Right. She just they go doesn't to the, remember them. Duke has to go to the doctor at some point, yeah. um, leaving Allie alone in, like, the piano room. And um, she's playing a music. And she music. plays a little bit of the song we see her play as yeah. a young Allie. Um, and that's also the clue of, like, oh, she's playing it from memory. It's like, right. Allie's still in there. She's there, there. Is a, there is a weird misunderstanding about... It, it's interesting how this movie treats dementia and also the way doctors talk about dementia. Because it's not... The thing is, people do have periods of lucidity. Mm-hmm. and cer- It depends yeah. what their dementia is. It depends right. on a lot of things, right? Yeah. But the, way, the doctor is like... And I think at that point, like, too, there probably wasn't nearly enough solid research. Like, by the, like mm-hmm. at the point in this like the time period in this movie they probably just still didn't know much about dementia right like, i guess so yeah because at some point and this is obviously skipping a bit but later on they put Allie in this room with a bunch of other old people and they're just like sitting in wheelchairs in the thing and i'm like right is this because she had treat? like um, <laughs> is this how you treat dementia patients I don't understand. do you, to be honest Elderly care is not good. No, it's so, not. I'm yeah, very aware of that. Yeah, that probably is how they treat people. No, a hundred percent it is. But it's also just kind of like, what, like, <laughs> how do you think this is going to help the situation? Yeah. Like, in what world well, is listen, them just sitting there going to? Why fix don't we anything? put them alone in a stark, chained room? <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's just why don't we do that? Why That'll not? make anyone feel better. Yeah. <laughs> That's called medical treatment. Anyway. Um, But yeah, so we see little glimpses of kind of like um, what's going on in the the future. But in the past, we see where their lives kind of took them. Obviously, um, Allie went off to Sarah Lawrence where she studied uh, in school. And she also became a... Mm -hmm. Uh, an assistant nurse during the war and meets a very dapper man. He's not dapper when she meets him, but he comes back and he's dapper. Uh, James Marsden. And um, they end up getting engaged. Yeah. And, and he's this- everything the parents ever wanted for her. He's rich. He's a cotton man. He's a cotton man. Um, during this, uh, Noah goes off to war. Mm-hmm. He... Um, Loses his friend. He loses his entourage boy. He loses Eric from Entourage. (laughs) He ends up, his dad dies. Or first of all, his dad sells the house Mm -hmm. when he gets back from war. And it's like, you can buy that plantation house and fix it up. I'm going to live with you. His dad's so sweet. I love his dad. I love his dad. Um, Then Noah ends up going to 
uh, Charleston to see mm-hmm. to get like the stuff. Keep in mind, the first year after Allie left, he wrote yes. her a letter every day for a year, mm-hmm. and Allie's mom kept those letters from her. Did Fucking not deliver bitch. them to Allie. So we're th- so Allie and Noah are both like. I guess the other person has moved on from me. Yeah. Um, so Allie has moved on with her life. Noah obviously has not because he is a person who who cares about that one thing. Yeah. So he buys the plantation house. He starts building it up. Uh, he see he goes to Charleston. He sees Allie kissing her fiance mm-hmm. and is like, she's moved on to, with her life. He builds up this old plantation house, makes it everything he dreamed of and everything Allie dreamed of. He mm-hmm. gives it the white paint mm-hmm. and the wraparound porch everything the blue shutters all of it he he, once he sees Allie and lawn he it's he's like a man possessed he's like I gotta finish this house I gotta put everything Mm -hmm. I am because it's basically like I mean and it makes sense it's like the one thing that was my life's purpose is gone so now I have to channel all of that energy into something else into something else and it's and he kind of believes in this magical way that if he does this she'll come back to him and he's um and he's fucking right because she is literally trying on her wedding dress Mm -hmm. and someone is like look they talked about on the paper blah 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 and then what also happens to be on that paper is a picture of Noah in front of the house he built. And mm-hmm. she sees it and fucking faints. Yeah. Because it's like in that moment, her life post-Noah suddenly dis- – it's like it was all a hallucination, mm-hmm. an illusion. Like she was living someone else's life and suddenly seeing his picture there, she is snapped back into that – former life Mm -hmm. that she never truly left in her heart because they even mention like when she said yes to marrying Lon at that moment like she saw a glimpse of Noah's face Mm -hmm. you know like why did I think of him right because in this instance they were just truly in love yeah so after seeing this picture, she's like, Lon, look, I got to go to Seabrook, the little town or whatever. I got some mm-hmm. things to handle there. Uh, you know, I'll be back. And he's yeah. like, should I be Fucking worried? <laughs> Ryan Gosling's dick. That's what I have to handle in Seabrook. What did you think would happen? Mm. <laughs> Come she was on. Like, Babe, I got to go get laid real quick. I'll see you at the wedding. <laughs> so she goes to see Ryan Gosling and he's there and he's very nice and sweet and cute. And he's got a little beard and it's like, oh my God, I just want to take care of he's you. Like a little caveman. Little um, caveman Noah. And they have a great night, and they're like, okay, well, you're getting married, and we'll be friends. And then he's like, why don't you come back tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got something I want to show you. His fucking dick, dude. No, dude. that's not what it was. <laughs> it was so much better than that. So she goes, she comes back in the morning, and he takes her to this beautiful lake full of ducks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why are, she's like, why are he they here? He brings bread to the... like, I don't know. Feed she them. feeds the ducks? Yeah. She's so fucking happy. Yeah. And then it starts raining on their way back, and they're covered Ugh. in rain, and it's so wet. And then he, like... he and like so is Sheldon. <laughs> dude. <laughs> It's sexy, though. It is. It's so good. Listen, there is a reason that this section of the movie, the scene in particular, is so iconic. Yeah. Because it just does something to your brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. You've got the rain, right? You've got finally, because up until this point in this, like, reunion, neither of them are really confronting. Yeah. 
the, the past. sexual attraction. <laughs> the they're passion like, between them. They're talking about everything but what's mm-hmm. going on. And they finally, you know, Allie, like she does, finally breaks. And she's like, why didn't you ever write to me? And he's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I, I wrote, wrote to you. To you <laughs> every day for a year and you never fuck it. And oh, my God. And then, you know, she kind of takes that as like, okay, well, it's I'm still getting married. And he's like, bitch, this is not over. This is not over. Mm. And so, uh, so yeah, they fuck all night. And she's like, is that what I was missing? Let's do it again. <laughs> like, she loves it. She yeah. wants the D so bad. Yeah. Um, then her mom shows up. First of all, she go, he, he writes her a little note. Um, I almost called him Sebastian. <laughs> Noah Aww. writes her a little note. And he's like, you know, follow the arrows or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get breakfast or something. And. She finds, like, the paint, like, the room that he set up for her to paint in. She's mm-hmm. painting topless. She's just yeah. wearing, like, a sheet. The dream. Dude. Dude. That is the dream, honestly. Just to walk around naked doing your hobbies. Oh, my God. That yeah. sounds amazing. I, I don't need to be naked, but, like, the, but the, the fact that I could be, that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> it's the freedom to be yeah. naked. Like, you can do, you don't have to be naked or you could be naked. Any, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. So her mom shows up and yeah. her mom's like, I knew you were here. I told fucking Lon's on his way. He's yeah. coming. I need to talk to you. Let's, you know, do this. Yeah. Because um, her mom that her mom then proceeds to send her a message that I got a completely different read on than Allie obviously got because mm-hmm. her mom takes her to like the quarry or something or like mm-hmm. the lumber yard or whatever and it's like see that guy that guy and I were so in love 25 mm-hmm. years ago blah, blah 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 all this shit um and sometimes just come here and look at him but don't get me wrong I love your father <laughs> lol and she's just like crying over this guy mm-hmm. so to me and, and so and then her mom is like here are the letters Gives her the letters that Noah Ryder is like, I hope you made the right decision. You make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And to me, she's saying, listen, I love your father, but I made the wrong decision and you need to be with the person that you love. But it seems that's what like you, that's what, that's you what you I got out of it. I didn't yeah. get that from that at all. That's absolutely what I got out of it. Why else would she give her the letters? Why else would she take her there and start crying looking at this other guy? And being like, don't, I love your father. Don't get me wrong. It sounds so hollow. Yeah. Like, the thing is, her mom didn't get the chance. Like, she wasn't in that wealthy position where she could just be. This is why I'm assuming. Yeah. Where she could just be with anyone. You know, so she didn't get the chance to just be with the person she loved. And I think she regrets it. And I think that she's changed her mind from where she was before. Because I think that's why her mom comes ahead of time talks with Allie ahead of time before, before Lon gets before. there yeah that's a really good read on that I that's not the read that I got from it but that makes a lot of sense I think the way that I read it was more of the mom acting in a place of like anger and control which is where she's been the entire film right it's just like reacting to her daughter not doing the things that she wants her to do Mm -hmm. and it almost to me felt like what she was doing was to convince herself again that she made the right choice Mm -hmm. and the way that 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 choice was going to be validated was if her daughter made the same choice 
Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Because I saw it more as, like, she knew she, made, she made the, the choice wrong. that she had to. Right. But it's, it was not the choice that she would have That's a better, but that's daughter. a better character journey for the mom. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I think I've never really seen it that way. You know what I mean? I did, like, I've always just kind of seen it as, like, I made the hard choice and now you need to make the hard choice because if, if I did that, it was for nothing, right? Like I got us yeah. here and you need to get us further. Well, but she got her, you know, she got to a place where she could have a daughter who could be born into a life where I she agree. could do whatever you want. And that's the thing with like a lot of parents where it's like what you want for your kids is to have a better life than you did. So yeah. all the hard decisions you had to make, you hope that your kids can have an easier time with those and not, make the decisions that make them happy. Not all parents think that way. Not all parents. <laughs> and by think not all parents, I mean most parents don't think that way. Um so anyway, um, she gives her so then Allie is like Allie takes what you got and is like, I can't give up my life of wealth and mm-hmm. whatever and opportunities right. to be here. And she's trying to break it off. And uh Noah's like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, fair. Because, yeah. like, it, it doesn't feel right to me in the story, character-wise. I'm like, there should be some... The motive... the This scene where Allie then is like, I'm gonna leave, I gotta go talk to Lon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make... It doesn't really make sense to me. Because I'm like, I think she would already know. Like, that character just seems like she would already know she's staying with Noah. You know? I think... I, I never really saw her talking to Lon as a now I have to make a decision moment. What I kind of always saw it as, and I I think I saw it this way around too, is that Allie genuinely does love these two people. Yeah. She loves Noah in a way that is, uh, it encompasses like that, like that innocence, right? Mm -hmm. The, the passion, that summer love, um, and how they've kind of both grown up separately, but are still able to come back together. Right. Um, and she loves Lon in a way that is what is expected of her, but he is also still a good person, right? Yeah. Like he loves He's her. absolutely. He also loves her. He loves her. He does and everything he's a good person. for her. Yeah. Right. So I always saw it as her, like she's, fi- she fights with Noah in that moment. And he's like, you know, that's the like famous, what do you want thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and when she goes off to lawn, I think she already knows that she's made the decision. Yeah. But she needs to say it to his face. She needs to tell him, listen, I do love you. And I know you're not going to believe me because I'm about to fucking break <laughs> your goddamn heart. But I do love you. But this is just not the life that I want. Right. Um, and-, and she doesn't. I mean, we don't see her saying that, but we right. do see her go to Lon and talk to him. And yeah. he's just like, look, I don't want to, the person I'm going to marry, I don't want to have to convince them to be with me. That's my philosophy on life. When yeah. he said that, I was like, yes. No, uh, exactly. And that's the thing, because he loves her, but not in that way that Noah loves her, mm-hmm. because that is not a way in which people usually love each other. Right. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't usually There's no happen. choice. <laughs> There's no choice in the love that Noah and Allie have. It it, it just yeah. is. It's all yeah. encompassing in a way that you can't, you can't choose to walk away from something like that. And some people get that in life and some people don't. Because mm-hmm. like it, 
Allie, if Noah didn't exist, Allie would have happily married someone yeah. else. If Allie didn't exist, Noah w- would just lived his life without yeah. her. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you, you get out of it. For sure. Uh, which, again, really unfair to expect that from someone. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> It's not but if a... you look at it in this context, yeah. you know. So yeah. she's talking to Lon, and he's saying, I don't have to kiss. So it cuts there. We see their little, uh, like, a brief part of their conversation. She's like, I do love you. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't want to, you know. She's like, I know I should be with you. And that's yeah. kind of where he stops, where Duke stops telling the story. Right. And then Allie is like, wait, but what, what does she what choose? What does she choose? And then she oh. remembers. She remembers, and she's like, oh, my God, it's us. Oh! I remember I still get chills when I think about it because I remember watching that the movie should end there honestly you wish beautiful I do I fucking do I know I wish too we all wish fuck but no the movie doesn't end there because then (laughs) she starts sundowning after she she remembers freaking the fuck out she remembers they have minutes together Mm -hmm. and and he says you know last time you were lucid we only had a few minutes yeah um, and she, and then she's like, oh my God, can I just be, can I be the girl from the story tonight? Let's go out somewhere. And then she's like, Let's wait, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And she starts freaking out, like getting really, you know, like, oh, maybe she's going to hurt herself. And mm-hmm. he's obviously devastated. Oh. Everyone is like, his whole family is like, dad, you don't have to be living in this senior facility. Can mm-hmm. you come home please? Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, I love your mom. Cause that's kind of the, that's one of the things could you imagine being in a... Okay. Those kids yeah. grew up knowing that their dad loved their mom so More much than- <laughs> that he would never fucking see his kids again yeah. if it meant supporting her, you Sorry. know? Sorry. So, <laughs> there are some downsides to that. Though, um, yeah, no, 100%. Um, yeah, it's really sad. And obviously, like, he then has, like, a stroke. Right, mm-hmm. because of the stress that all mm-hmm. of this has put him under. He's already um, had two heart attacks. We went right. through that. Like. He's yes, he also had two heart attacks, so he has a, another one. And, um, you know, then it he's back. He's back in the facility. Allie is in the little r- wing where they just mm-hmm. put him in wheelchairs in a room. She's in a bed, um, and he sneaks out of his mm-hmm. room to go find her, and. You know, he has a little thing with the nurse who just basically was like, oh, I'm going to look the other way. You go ahead. Um, yeah. And they, uh, he walks in. She's lucid. She remembers who he is. They have a beautiful conversation. Um, and they both go to bed. And to die. die. She, yeah. says, she says, she's, she's like, do you think our love yeah could take us away at the boat at the same at time the same or whatever? Time. I never basically. knew she like the, that conversation. I never really clocked. Yeah, I think that like I just remember them being like, "Oh, we love each other," and like that no. being it. This and is, she's like, "Can we're can, dying. can God take us at the same time? Can Thanks. is our love so powerful that we can both die together?" This is a question that I have because I remember the first time I remember watching. I've watched this movie multiple times. There is a scene between them going to sleep and the little birds. There wasn't that scene in the HB, what was on HBO Max. What was the scene? It's a tiny scene that happens when they go to bed. It's the next morning and someone walks into the room with them together I and they're dead. I do think I remember seeing that. And that yeah. was not in this version. I was so mad. I was like. Did you look it up? No, was I didn't Was it like a deleted scene or something? It wouldn't have been a deleted scene because it was in the original. Like, Did we Mandela effect it? 
Maybe. Is Did it we not swap real? timelines? I'll Listener, look it, I'll look it up so afterwards. Right in. I, I thought it was. I very vividly remember that. I do. I did think it was more clear that yeah, they that had they died. died. Right. Um, but basically, yeah, they have this conversation and they are like, let's pass away together tonight. Let's die. <laughs> um, uh, how great like, for That's their the family. way to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just Fair. take us at the same Fair. time. The love of your life. Dude. Um, the only real, th- I mean, we've, we're kind of at the end here, but the only real thing <laughs> that I also noticed this time that I didn't really clock before is that Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams are not, in fact, Noah and Allie. They are the stories version of Noah yeah. and Allie. Because I never knew that. I, like, okay. I legitimately thought that they were, like, the older actors were supposed to be aged up versions of Noah and Allie. But then in this then time, you show I the picture, there's the pictures. And I was like, that looks nothing like Rachel and Ryan. I was wondering, I was like, who the fuck are these people? That, and I was like, <laughs> oh, they're just the story version for us to yeah. like, you know, it, it's like the, the people that she was imagining as yeah. he was telling her this story. Um, and it also makes sense that they wouldn't look like them because she has no idea what they that it's like. them yeah that it's them. right so yeah. she's just imagining two random people that does make sense and I was like oh my god that's like I fucking just inceptioned myself <laughs> on this fucking movie um but anyway I thought it was really sweet the thing that always gets me every single time um is I ov- I always cry when she starts sundowning um I also yeah. always cry whenever um he is reading the inscription on the inside of the book because obviously you find out later that the book uh, that Allie actually wrote their entire love story in a book and in a the very book, front, if you will. A no- <laughs> what? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and in the inscription on the inside was um, like, just read me the story and I'll come back to you. And I'll come and I, back to you. I just like, oh, so beautiful. It's, I love this movie everything about it no no I did I liked it so much this time except yeah. the ending like for me the movie can end when she remembers you don't like and that they just die like a together little... and become birds I do that's fine all that's great I just didn't need that it's kind of over the t- it makes it over the top melodramatic for me yeah. whereas her tell like him telling her the story up until the point where she remembers and it's like mm-hmm. maybe he does this every fucking day yeah is like to me, that's the story. Yeah. It doesn't end with them dying. It's The Listen, story is contained in that day. It wouldn't be a Nicholas Sparks novel True. <laughs> if we didn't have a lot of death and, like, just despair Fair. in the world. So. Fair. Should we do more Nicholas Sparks movies? Listen, movie I cannot watch. I legitimately cannot watch Dear John because that I've movie, never seen it. <laughs> and I know it has fucking Channing Tate. Like... It's not even the movie, actually. It's really the book. I remember, I have a visceral memory of reading Dear John when I was a freshman in college. And I remember being in my freshman dorm when I got to the, like, a certain part. And I just remember having to put the book down because I was crying so hard. Yeah. Because I was just, I couldn't see through all of the tears (laughs) clouding my eyes. And I just like, I listen, I recently watched the last song again for the first time in a really long time. And I'm like, it still gets me. It still, still gets, fucking gets me. Greg Kinnear, 
get out of here. I saw him the other day while I was driving. And I oh, was nice. Like, yeah, you second time him? I've seen him. Greg, yeah. I love your work. Greg, I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, so that's it for the, that's notebook. the notebook. If you want to see our notes, <laughs> not in book form, but in post form, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Rom Complex. If you want to write a story about our love story, send us an email. <laughs> Just write it down. <laughs> send us a notebook, actually. No. <laughs> Mail send us, us a, a photocopy photocop- <laughs> photo version of a notebook of our story. You can send it to theromcomplex at gmail.com. Yeah. Handwrite the notebook and then scan it and email it to us. Yes. Um, if you want more content from more, our more, more. mouth holes, we do a lot of things on... <laughs> Patreon, patreon.com slash the rom complex. We have so much content on there. Oh my God, it's coming left and right at least twice a week. We are inundating you with it. And uh, please subscribe. It helps us out, it helps the podcast out, and then we can do more fun stuff for you, the listener. Uh, listeners such as our $10 patrons, Catherine W. and Nicole J. Hello. Hello. Thank you. We love you. We love you so much. And I know the last couple weeks we've given you poems, but we just want to say we love you and hi. Hi. We love you. I said it backwards just to be different. And most of all, everyone listening, Patreon or not Patreon, keep falling in love. With yourselves. Bye. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Okay, owl. Ooh.